Hi guys, welcome back to the Mojo Maker Show. These are the Monday Mojo episodes that I film live on YouTube, the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube on Monday morning, midday, East Australian Eastern Standard Time. So these are usually very, very live, raw and real, and they go hand in hand with the Monday Mojo blog posts, the email that goes out to my tribe. You can sign up to that on the vitalitycoach.com.au. Don't forget to order your copy of my third book, Adulting the Rally of Life, online on the shop on vitalitycoach.com.au. So welcome to the next version of Monday Mojo. I hope you enjoy this episode. As always, it's given and written and provided in a way to help you get a toolbox, some tips, and some practical guides to navigate your way from chaos to calm and have you thinking a little bit differently on shifting some coordinates for a greater success and sustainability in what you're doing. So thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi guys, I'm Nikki Fogdemore, the Mojo Maker, and welcome back to a mini series for Mojo Maker podcast and Vitality Coach TV. Uh, this will also be on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram at nfogdenmore. If you haven't already, please jump over, like, and subscribe. I'd love to have you there. And thank you for those of you that have been following me uh, and patient. Uh, hopefully now we've got some better posting routines and we can find our rhythm and everything. I want to talk to you today about what to do with gaslighting and bullying and also share a really personal experience just to let you know that I think sometimes... Um, we do these videos and we come across uh, with tips and tools, but what we forget to do is share that the only reason we really understand and have a lot of empathy is because we've been in these situations ourselves. And I have noticed in the last many years of coaching that a lot of the personal experiences have helped me give a real understanding, compassion to when I work with other people that are going through that exact same thing. So nothing is by accident, but it doesn't mean that you can't look at it with purpose and realize that you don't necessarily have to keep staying in the same cycles that are making you unhappy, whether that's work or personal. If you haven't already, you can actually go onto my website, Vitality Coach TV and vitalitycoach.com.au. So that's YouTube and vitalitycoach.com.au. And you can get one of the books. Now, my latest one, Adulting the Rally of Life, shameless plug here, but it has a lot of this information that I'm about to talk about. And you can use the code MOJO30 for 30% off. That's going to be evergreen. So if you're listening to this, thank you. And as a thank you, you can use MOJO30. So what is gaslighting? Why is it so important? It's not just this thing that is restricted to personal relationships. We are having the rise and rise of people talking about narcissistic tendencies, whether that's even bullying at school and from adults and parents right through to boardrooms. It is a consistent element of people not knowing how to handle themselves. We're in a situation where we feel that we should just rise above it uh, and hopefully it will go away. And unfortunately, that's not what happens. So if you're in a situation where you feel that you're starting to doubt yourself or you're constantly having to reassure someone or rectify a situation or explain yourself or you're overgiving, overdoing, overtrying, overvalidating, um, and it's never enough, or you just feel that, you know, as soon as you stand up for yourself, then all of a sudden that other person or that group, you know, they come back going, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And, but then it starts again. That's because you're dealing with an unhealthy communication pattern. And that unhealthy communication pattern can get really severe. Uh, this is also really good advice for your kids at school as well with bullying uh, and how to do with people that actually 
are not to be reasoned with. There's a great TED talk about dealing with bullies as well. So if I can find it, I will put it on the comments and the links below. Most importantly, you need to understand that if someone is constantly trying to control a situation or making you question yourself, or you even doubt how wonderful and how much value you add and who you are and how you contribute, whether it's in a work environment or a personal environment, that is not okay. And that is not healthy, right? It is just this learned behavior from a very young age that we have to sell our way into things. Like if you have your you know, your vegetables, you can have dessert. If you finish that test, you can go outside and play. If you are nice to Auntie Pam, then you can go and do X, Y, Z. So we've always spent time negotiating for what we really want to do. Now, you'll notice any healthy relationships, there's a reciprocal give and take of energy where there's no negotiation required. It's just a seamless flow and energy of in and out. And that is a really important distinction in interpersonal relationships and interdependence which this world really needs. We need to be self-sufficient, not that we don't need anyone, but that we can operate in our entire self feeling replete, R-E-P-L-E-T, that is completely satisfied in ourselves and knowing that we can amplify and add value to any project, person, place or thing. So let me just repeat that. We want to get to a situation in our society where we have mastered art of interdependence. We show up as an individual, we're self-sufficient, we know who we are, we know what we stand for, we know what skills we bring, we can contribute and co-create in the situation, whether it's a classroom or a management room or just, you know, a factory floor, knowing that you're already enough and understanding your boundaries and barriers for healthy relationships and communication. You should never feel that you're put in a situation where if you do not do X, Y, Z, it could mean that you can lose your job, your friendships, your well-being, you know, your finances and your freedom. Okay, that is narcissism, that is codependency, that is control, that is manipulating behavior and is not okay. Now, all too often, I see this at an extreme level in the boardroom where people who have worked their entire careers to get to a senior position or a CEO position, or they've started up their company, they're a founder, and all of a sudden they're in a situation where they feel they don't have their autonomy, their freedom, and their say anymore, and they have to people please. And they've probably been doing that all their life, but they the window gets narrower when you start to feel like this is not okay. I'm feeling suffocated. I'm feeling anxious. Um, I feel like I'm constantly apologizing, yet I still go back into the situation. I feel I have no control. So if you're in a situation like that, that is a red flag that you're trying to be controlled and you're allowing yourself to be controlled. It's a codependent situation. So one of my clients the other day, he was saying, you know what? I really need this job. So I'm going to put all my energy into it. And I'm working 10 hours a day and they're not paying me on time. I'm like, this isn't I said, this isn't healthy. You know, any place that you show up where you are giving your all, that needs to be recognized in a really as if you deliver this, that gets back in return. You know, you can't hold people, their emotions, their financial security and their well-being at ransom. So if you are in a situation, whether it's a schoolyard where your kid comes home from school and says, you know, Sally said, I'm a loser and um, she doesn't want to play with me anymore. And she keeps sending me these text messages and I'm excluded and whatever else. The same things happen and in a boardroom. And you have to be able to say as an individual, that behavior is not okay. But if you try and reason with an unreasonable person, then all you're doing is giving them the attention they want in the first place. Now for a gaslighting or narcissism or controlled behavior or codependency, that is actually a system which I call the match and the lint, right? So you can only create a flame with a match if it has a surface to strike off. If you take that surface away, 
then there cannot be any flames, which is why when you rub two sticks together, you create heat. But if the two sticks are that far apart, you don't get any heat. So the fastest way to actually regain your sense of sovereign power, your peace and calm is to take yourself out of the impact zone of engaging on any level with any conversation with someone that is unhealthy for you. And that means trying to reason with an unreasonable person will never work out. But recognizing what's happening to you with gaslighting is the first step. So gaslighting usually occurs when you're baited into something and there's usually a myriad of different behavioral skews, right? From someone being overly nice to you, then being kind of putting the guilt trip on you, then showing you up in front of someone else, then excluding you, then pulling you back in again, then feeding you lots of energy, then ghosting you and not being in contact. I mean, all these things are manipulative behavior to make you dance through hoops and feel like you have to validate yourself to that person, that project or that place. That is not the case. And it's very, very unhealthy. That is actually a form of bullying and control behavior. And it can escalate to really, really serious situations that I've seen in a boardroom where people don't even feel comfortable to turn up for work and they get shut down. They can't communicate anymore and they can't stand up for themselves. So this is not age specific. It's also not gender specific. It is behavioral specific. So when gaslighting um, usually is spoken about, it's often spoken about in relationships of a personal nature, right? Like, you know, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a spouse, they are trying to control the other person. So it's emotional abuse. And that means, you know, telling someone they're beautiful one moment and then ignoring them the next and then asking them to do something. And if that person says no, then that gaslighter starts crying and calling the victim. So as soon as you call out someone that's a narcissist or a gaslighter, chances are you'll get the, oh my God, you don't understand. My life is so bad. I've got my workload is lot. You don't understand what I'm going through or the responsibilities I have. Poor me, poor me, poor me, poor me. And it takes all the actual facts and stats away that you've been the one that's been victimized, right? So that person will always bring it back to how they matter the most. And that is the most important thing you have to do when you're recognizing you're in an unhealthy communication or behavioral situation with another individual or the group of individuals is that they will never hear you and change their behavior accordingly. In the beginning, they will swivel their behavior, but they won't change it accordingly. You know, when you listen to, if there's ever a mistake, when someone really cares, they change how they respond to you the next time. They acknowledge it and they apologize and it doesn't happen again. But if the same behaviors are going over and over and over again, and you find yourself in a situation where you've been excluded, bullied, spoken down to, ridiculed, and then all of a sudden made to feel like you're amazing, that's got to do something with your mental aptitude, right? That's what's happening for our kids at school. It's happening in teenage years. It's happening at university. And it's also happening in the workplace. So the only thing you can do is recognize that behavior when gaslighting occurs and remember my match analogy. The number one thing to do to shut down a bully or a gaslighter is to say to them the truth. That is not okay by me. And that's it. Not to say why it's not okay. Not to try and convince them to change their behavior, but to quite simply say that behavior or what you've just said or how you're treating me is not okay by me. It doesn't mean you have to engage and go and give them a Shakespeare script as to all the reasons how they could do better. It is to simply state the fact that you have a personal boundary that has been crossed and that has not been treated with respect or by being treated in an unfair and shame way is not okay by you. So that very first step, the very easy language and words to use, that is not okay by me. 
And then you may get a various, um, you know, response from that person or that group. Oh, don't be so dramatic. I don't know what you're talking about, et cetera, et cetera. But you don't have to engage. All you have to do is say, that is not okay by me. That's the most important thing you can do is set your first boundary. And you can tell your kids to do that too at school. That is not okay by me, you know, and that bully might come back and push again, but you've just got to say that's not okay by me. And then the other thing you must do when you're in this situation is you have to confide in someone that you trust that this is going on because nine times out of 10 in emotionally manipulative or physically manipulative situations, people feel too silly or too afraid or too uncertain to speak up. And let me tell you something, when you're in that kind of emotional abuse, that is not okay and you must speak up and you must have a confidant or a friend or even a trained psychologist or a counsellor or someone you can go to that will say, I hear and acknowledge that you're in a situation that makes you feel unsafe and that it's not healthy for you. You are heard. It's very, very important. That significance is really important. And then if this continues to go on, you have to remember that you have to take yourself out of that situation. But you can't take yourself out of the situation. You can't complain about that situation to others. And you can't keep going on about it if you're not prepared to do something about it, which means removing yourself, removing the conversation once you've acknowledged that you're not happy with it, prepared to follow through. And this is really hard in personal relationships as well as work relationships where that's all you've got, right? You're like, what if I walk away from this, what will I have? But all you can do then is try and mediate with that person and bring it to a firm meeting and an arrangement where you're actually saying, if this behavior doesn't change, it is an unhealthy way for me to exist with you. So then you're always going to need a third person objective support because doing this on your own with a narcissist or a gaslighter is like walking into, you know, the bear's den. You're not going to get out alive because that's what they love. They love the engagement. They love the drama and they love the addiction of the story. And then you'll just walk out more confused. So I think gaslighting is such a normality now that we've often forgotten the red flags and the signs around it. And we just kind of sweep it off as, oh, that's bad behavior, but it wears people down. It wears you down from your confidence. It wears you down from your self-worth. It wears you down from feeling that you're okay. And no one in this planet should ever feel that they're not okay, they're not enough, or that you're not doing enough. So it's very important that you recognize those signs that you find professional help if it's in a job situation or a personal situation that you feel you can't get out of and that you acknowledge that that behavior is not okay by you. You ask a third party for a support or you go and get some professional help. And if it's your children that are going through this and they're being bullied at school and gaslit and all sorts of things to manipulate their behavior or it's a personal relationship, you do not have to deal with this alone. It's really important to empower our kids and empower our staff members and empower ourselves with the truthful conversation, that behavior makes me feel uncomfortable and I will not tolerate that. So setting healthy boundaries means following through, recognizing the signs of gaslighting, recognizing that even though it's happening to you, you don't have to deal with it on your own and that you must do something about it. And looping all the way back, a gaslighter only works when there's something for that match to strike off to provide a surface for that flame to happen. So if you remove yourself, if you remove your attention from that person, if you remove yourself from that activity, if you remove yourself from that text chat, there is nothing for that match to bounce off. And chances are that person will go and find someone else to put their attention onto because that's how people feed off energy. They feed off the drama. 
they feed off the positive, they feed off the negative. As long as there's some conflict or some sort of conversation back and forth, it doesn't matter if it's healthy or unhealthy, it validates their existence. So when you take that validation away, when you take that attention away and that constant requirement that you have to explain yourself to that person, then you're realizing that you're taking away the trampoline from them to springboard off. And that's the very first important thing to do. And lastly, you've got to remember that why do you need to put up with unhealthy relationships, whether it's work or personal? And if the other person is not willing to do the proper work to take accountability and they keep making those same mistakes and they keep showing up exactly the same. And you know what's really funny with a lot of narcissism and uh, a lot of people that are just trying to protect themselves because their emotional awareness probably isn't as good as yours is that they'll be really good at being a chameleon and they'll be able to have so many different sides to themselves. It's just like kids at school, you know? You wouldn't think that person was a bully, but that 10-year-old kid is a huge bully, but then they show up and they go, oh, hi, Nikki. Hi, Miss Nikki. How's it going? And you're like, oh, they look so sweet, you know? And that's not it at all. And when you've gone and behind the tuck shop, it all hell breaks loose, right? It's the same thing in the boardroom. People's actions show you who they are, right? So when you see it, believe it. And if it's repetitive, then you know that person is not willing, whether or not they're able, as that's another thing, but they're not willing to put the work in. And you have to be prepared to ask yourself, how am I showing up for myself if I'm staying in a situation that's extremely unhealthy, that's wearing me down, that makes me feel uncertain, that makes me question myself? You know, I never want to hear stories of kids where they question how great they are or how good they are or how pretty they are, how handsome they are, how sporty they are. Kids should just be able to be themselves. It's the same for adults, right? So adulting this rally of life, you know, um, and here I talk about communication and peer pressure and gaslighting and how it is so rife and so insidious and so subtle, but all you need to do is those three steps. Recognize the signs, say that that's not okay, get help, get yourself out of there. Now, if that is a close marriage or a relationship or you've got a partner in a, in a, in a company It requires you then to get some external help to improve and to strengthen that co-partnership because if that's something you really want to keep going, then you can't keep going as the person trying to people please in that situation. It will wear you down and it will be your downfall. So please get external help into that. If you feel in your boardroom that there is that type of behavior going, uh, don't sit there and be an ethical bystander. It's time to have a strategy around that because how we communicate and how we show up to other people is pretty much how we show up for ourselves. Do not observe gaslighting and sit there and not help that other person do something about it. Being seen is so important. So, you know, there are many, many fantastic videos on YouTube and some great psychologist videos as well, but behaviors of humans are very, very consistent is that sometimes some people will want to change and sometimes others won't. All you could do is be in charge of what you want to do with the situation. That is your first priority. And once you know that, then you can take the next right step to own your side of the street. And if you're doing this to provide a better environment for your children, a better environment for your staff, you know, usually narcissistic behavior won't change. It just gets transferred. But don't try and tackle it on your own, because if you did know how to do it, you wouldn't be in the situation in the first place. But it is a lesson that we all need to learn. It's a lesson we all end up learning. And if you can extract yourself from something unhealthy improve the situation or put yourself into something which is reciprocal and healthy, then you're doing the right thing for the greater good for yourself, 
uh, and you're reducing the impact and the collateral damage that that situation has, not only on you, but everyone else around it. So don't be an ethical bystander in your own life. Speak up, show up, get some help, and don't be an ethical bystander if you see it happening around you. Speak up, show up, and get some help. I'm Nikki Fogdemore, The Mojo Maker. hope this video and this discussion is giving you a little bit more of just a, a general insight around gaslighting behavior and how to kind of navigate your way through it and that it affects so many of us at many different ages and levels and titles and that you have a chance to remove yourself from that situation and most importantly, you know, remove yourself from being part of that equation and enabling that behavior. So come and join me on the Mojo Maker podcast on Vitality Coach TV on YouTube vitalitycoach.com.au and you can grab Adulting the Rally of Life and Fitpreneur and also Vitality all on my website for signed copies. Use Mojo30 code for 30% off. Uh, And if I can help you in any way, please reach out and leave a comment. Until next time, you stay healthy, wealthy and wise. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.